Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We are still alive and it did come out of nowhere. Good evening and welcome to Charlton Live. This is the Big Match Preview. My name is Louis Mendes. Joining me in the studio here as we get ready to look back at a quite spectacular 1-0 win uh, up at Nottingham Forest and look ahead to Saturday's home game with Blackburn Rovers over opposite me. Just just you today, Nathan Muller. How you doing, Nath? Quite lonely, mate, over yeah, here. Yeah, well... Got just me and a set of drums. See, yeah. I was going to do um, sing just the two of us, but a bit of bongo drum... With a bit of that song doesn't, I think I'll kill it. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, I did wonder why you walked into the studio with some bongo drums that you found yeah. in the other room. But yeah, yeah, I did find them. I didn't just sort of bowl into work with these yeah. and then just put them on the train. As but. with most things uh, regarding Nathan, I think it's better not to ask. But here we go. <laughs> so on this evening's show, we've just heard the highlights uh, of that brilliant 1-0 win up in Nottingham Forest. We're going to talk about that game, of course. One of my favourites so far uh, of the season. Uh, opens up a nice six-point gap above the relegation zone as well. We're going to hear Lee Bayer's reaction to that. Of course, we got to hear from the man, Nabi Saar, after he's quite uh, remarkable remarkable assist uh, and general performance was very good as well uh, minus one blip where he nearly scored an own goal but that's nabby for you uh, you never know what you're going to get from him do you so we're going to talk about that game we've got a few tweets and emails that have come in and then of course we'll look ahead to the game with Blackburn Rovers here at the Valley Football for a fiver I've been told to uh, point out that if you're coming on Saturday make sure you get here early because it's a sellout here at the Valley it's going to be very very busy uh, and if you get here too close to kick off you're probably going to be queuing up to get in so make sure you're here bang on time uh, for that game Naif uh, I mean, the, the the turnaround from that performance at Stoke on Saturday to the one we saw at the City Ground. You know, a Forest team that if they'd won, could have gone into that top two of the, the championship. Bang on form. They hadn't lost at home uh, in their last seven games. Just beat Leeds United, although who hasn't, to be fair, on, on Saturday. I mean, they, they, they would have been brimming full of confidence. We were on the back of a hiding at Stoke and arguably our worst performance of the season, certainly up there. No one saw that coming, but boy, was that three points deserved. Yeah, I mean, obviously I wasn't there, but um, obviously I've watched it and obviously tuned in with um, Tell and Greg. Um, I must admit, uh, when obviously they they beat Leeds and see they had us and then um, they could have gone second and then they got West Brom on Saturday and then they could have easily, you know, depending on results, they could have gone top on after Saturday against West Brom. But for me, uh, <clears throat> although I know Bo said, you know, we made changes as well, I did think they... They did rest players thinking about Saturday and was quite, if, if, if I'm being honest, it's, I thought they thought they were going to turn up and win the game. Mm. And they know a team like Cholton uh, Saturday against Stoke wasn't, you know, it, it couldn't get any worse really, unless you obviously get absolutely pummeled. But um, yeah, I think Bo said that we wouldn't see that again. There was a reaction um, and there was, a, there was a bit of buoyancy. And I think when we went 1-0 up, I don't know, you just look it just back to the earlier parts of the season where we just looked a bit we didn't look as ner- look as nervous as as, no- as normal and um but yeah no I think looking on the balance of play and chances even Sabri Lamucci come out and said that we were the better team for an away team or for an away, uh, a home manager rather sorry uh, to say that for a team like Forest is it, it proves that you know how much we deserve those three points mm, yeah I mean we've got to talk about that goal oh, yeah. uh, I mean that was remarkable um yeah. Nabby, the way he steps in, and, and and it's just an interception. You just get that by by being a bit more attacking, being on the front foot, and and that's where he was. He, he made the interception. Now he had so much space to run into, but that vision, um, he, he saw the the players making the run into the air. I assume it was Hemed at the near post and, mm. and Taylor at the far. Uh, that that first time cross. I mean, there's not many centre halves in this league that mm. can execute a ball like that, is there? No, exactly. We were just saying off air, and um, if you count <coughs> go through all the, all the teams in the league, if how many of the centre halves can do that? You, you might. I mean, I don't know every single one to off me top of my head, but I don't think every most of them would be able to whip in a ball like that. And I think we in recent weeks were especially over, you know, the Christmas, New Year, January period when we had a lot of youngsters playing. When Bose says about game, you know, game awareness and experience, it's things like that that you can't, you don't, you can't really tell, you know, when when youngsters are playing. But more experienced players can read the game and Nabby read the game. He read the he read the pass, pressed higher, and he managed to get toe to it. And then, obviously, that old Beckham esque uh, cross, which absolutely absolutely unbelievable. I mean, 
I mean, I remember last year, was it last last year against Atkinson when Lewis Page run down at Atkinson? Yeah, away, well, yeah. Like something like that. And Page is a good technical player, but Naby was unreal ball. But yeah, great finish by a poacher for Lau again, who's still on fire. Um, yeah. Better get the fire engine out. But, <laughs> well, hopefully not. Yeah. Um, not literally. I mean, that's yeah. awful. Uh, but uh, I mean, you, we're, we're talking about. And obviously, everyone's absolutely purring over the, the uh, intervention from, from Naby. Yeah, he's part in that goal. But, I mean, arguably, we've actually taken a little bit away from the finish because, I mean, Taylor's still running onto that. The mm. ball's coming over a defender's head and, he, and he's got to get it into the corner. Otherwise, if he hits it too straight, the keeper's there, uh, Samba. So, I mean, we've probably taken a little bit away from the finish as well. It's a superb yeah. finish. Oh, yeah, unbelievable finish. I mean, a lot of strikers, I mean... Um You'd be a good striker, but that was a really instinctive sort of poacher's finish because some strikers may have seen, you know, it's been whipped in. Maybe they think Tammer's going to get an head to it or if he jumps, are they going to push, you know, put him off? Um, but Lyle didn't. He gambled um, and was clinical and something that we were, obviously, were lacking at some games this season and we took our chance and that was the only chance that we needed to take, you know, in the end, obviously mm. winning the game. But, yeah, great finish by Taylor and you can just tell not only his goals, but the way he plays and that he is like a talisman and, I think we've already said, I mean, it was keeping him was so, so pivotal. Yeah, I mean, so, some of his running, in particular in the second half, um, I mean, we involved in counter-attacks that happened a few times, but tireless. I mean, it's, it, I, I remember there's, you know, times that the people have suggested, because because we don't know what his future's going to hold with Lyle Taylor, that some people think, oh, he's going to down tools. But, mm. I mean, in, that's never been the no. case, even at the start of the season when he wanted to move and, and he didn't he still came on scored goals works hard I mean you, that's the one thing you know you're always going to get from Lyle Taylor you're always going to get the effort yeah of course you will I mean um, you know both said that and you can tell that's the sort of player Lyle will always give his hundred, you know, 110% and if you look at if you put the shoe on the other foot sort of thing if if he does down tools I mean and he's a free agent in the summer if let's say he does, he has he said that he's going let's just assume that right for this sec, for this argument He's gonna to want to get the best club he can. So if him sulking and downing tools isn't, he ain't really gonna get many suitors. Or what they could see is like, right, he's still banging them in. We're gonna get this geezer on a free year. So mm. he's still, you know, he's playing either for a new contract here or he's playing for a really good contract somewhere else. So yeah, Taylor won't do that. And and he said and. He said that, Bo said that, and his performances are saying that. Mm, yeah, now obviously we mentioned with, with Naby, you never really know uh, from, from one minute to the next, from the sublime to the ridiculous, and it, it was it, it can't have been more than a minute or two minutes after the <laughs> after his part in the goal that we went down the other end. Uh, I'm going to guess it was Joe Lolly who put the crossover because he was putting everything over for Forrest. He was clearly their most influential mm. player uh, without really creating too much. Uh, he whipped in this cross, and then Naby's he, he's just got to get something on it because there's men lurking behind him, and it's an awkward height for him. It's come off sort of his shin, it almost looked mm. like. And uh, I mean, uh, Dylan's made a superb save, and I only realised on the replay that, that it was a save. I thought Naby just put it straight onto the crossbar. But I mean, that, that shows with Naby, you never know what you're going to get. But I mean, that, that's why you got your goalkeeper there to sort of bail you out of that situation. Yeah, of course. I mean, it reminded me, um, obviously, when it happened, it reminded me of the QPR one where he sort of scuffed his clearance at Naby and, and they scored from it. But yeah, for Dills to pull off another save, another good game for Dills. Amazing, that, isn't it? Um, still deserves number one jersey, but oh well. Um, yeah, no, he, he's been doing that all season. We were just saying off air the amount of saves he's done this year. Mm. And, and, and and Wednesday, Wednesday, wasn't it, or Tuesday? can't remember. But, you know, it's the same. I forgot what day it is. Um, but, yeah, that, and listen, that's that's Dill's job. He's, you know, he obviously likes the platitudes and that, but he'll just say that's his job and he's done it all season. Um, and as a unit, a defence is that you bail each other out and help your mate next year. Mm. Yeah, and it, and it was a great defensive display as well. I mean, like mm. I say, there, there were plenty of times when we looked 
like we could have had a bit more on the counter attack, and we hear from Bo in a, in a minute. He was a bit disappointed we didn't score more than than just the one. But you know, when you go to a team like Forest, who have been quite free scoring, uh, particularly at home, um, well, actually, no, they haven't scored as many as most teams in the top two. Actually, that's quite interesting. In, in the top five, they've only got twenty. But you know, a, a team that you know are going to certainly put you under pressure and, and create chances because they have um, won a lot of games recently at home. Um, you know, you're going to be put under pressure, which we were, but. In the second half, I honestly, I, I can think of one half-decent chance where the cross came into Tyler Walker and, yep. uh, and and he sort of prodded it towards goal. But that was a fairly comfortable save mm. for Dylan. Then there was the, the one in, in the literally the last minute where I believe the flag was up anyone on the far side after the cross was, was flicked on. We, I mean, we, we, we certainly restricted them. And that's, and that's not something you can say we've done a lot recently. No, exactly. I think um, I think it was a great you know uh, defensive display. I think Matthews is getting better and better as the games go by. Um, I thought it was a wise decision to bring on um, Puritan for Doughty when Matty Cash was coming on for the fresh legs. Obviously, the centre halves there, Nabby and Deals, and I think that little bit of protection now, not you know, that Prattley could have had a bit of a rest because he's getting on a bit, as Bo said. But you know, that you know, that Digger D, as he's known, hasn't he? But um, yeah, I just think it was a good all round. I class those ones as a real sort of you know professional way hard work in sort of performances and to go to a team albeit you know Sammy Omi Obi and Lewis Graben weren't there and we, you know where they didn't start it's still a, it's still a, a, a brilliant win because uh, I must admit I wasn't expecting a win no. I was even at 1-0 you know half time I'm thinking come on keep the first 15 minutes I'll take a draw here but and you know, and the boys stuck at it, and unbelievable result. But we just got to make sure we keep this momentum now mm. and win these games, so we can get to those eleven points. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned that because it's one of my topics I've written down to have a discussion about Perrington coming on for Alfie Doughty. Because mm. I remember uh, when I was putting out the tweet saying that that, that was happening, I got a, a, quite a few replies uh, saying, "Well, the Bayer, what's he doing? What's he doing?" But it's, it's it was, I thought it was quite clear at the time. Yeah. Bayer knows that it's going to be a defensive back to the walls job for the last 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. He brings on a, a player in Perrington who, I mean, he put in two or three excellent challenges. Uh, mm. Won a couple of calls as well going forward you know we know we know what Alfie's capable of especially going forward but you, sometimes in a game that's going to require a lot of concentration you know it, it was absolutely no harm bringing on an old head like Perrington to help shore up that left hand side no of course it will I mean obviously Dowie had to have Joe Lolly one of the best sort of inside forwards in this league in my opinion and um, he done a job um, and then it gets like you say it's going to be a back to the walls job you know Forrest are going to attack you Dowie you know he'll get tired you know he's you know his game awareness is getting better and better, but you know he he can still get tired like any other player, and I think it was quite a quite a sensible move to be honest. I mean I, when when I obviously I heard the substitute that was happening, I could imagine people going, "Oh, why is he doing?" It? But if you think about it tactically, all they would do is they would have just overloaded Alfie. You'd have had Lolly out that side. You would have had Matty Cash come over, and you know it was. <clears throat> I think it was a wise sub, and we've always said that. Ben, apart from a couple of what QPR game maybe and one the one before that, he's more or less a six or seven out of ten. Yeah, but he's not going to go and overlap your fullback and take players on like Royce Wiggins used to do or Lewis Page. He's not that sort of player, um, but he's a solid player and he, like you say, he, he contributed to that win and I think he can do a job. But I can understand where people would have been like, oh well, you know, but. You've got to, you can only beat what's put in front of you, and mm. I think both made the right call there. Yeah. Funny enough, now someone else I was actually quite impressed with, um, but again, when I when I I was looking at some of the messages coming in, Tom Ahmed, 
Um, I, I thought, I, I mean, clearly he missed a couple of chances, especially at the start of the second half. There was one in, in the first sort of minute of the second period where the ball came to him inside the area and a shot was charged down. There was another one where uh, a counter-attack was on. I think Matthews stepped in to win win the ball, laid it off to Taylor. Now, Taylor should have gone right to Matthews. Mm. Instead, he whipped one in uh, towards Hemed's chest height. I mean, it was a difficult chance in the first place. Hemed ended up lifting it over the bar. So I can see why people were frustrated that he didn't make the most of those chances. But he was actually linking up play quite nicely. He was coming back a little bit um, involved in, in a few good moves. I was surprised by some of the uh, vitriol he was getting on, to, on online because especially because I mean I, I said someone after the game I said I thought he played well and he was like yeah he was alright and then Boya said the same mm. so I was, surpri- I, was, I was surprised by some of the reactions he got but I guess when your striker hasn't got that goal yet then, then people are going to be a little bit impatient for that but I've certainly seen an improvement since he's come back over the last few weeks and then what we saw at the early part of this season yeah I mean I must, I must admit the, first, the, the times I've seen Tamo at home he 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 hasn't really offered me much. I mean, the the ball wasn't sticking. I'm I'm stand, you know, he wasn't winning headers, and I'm thinking, you know, well, what's he in the team for? You know, what is he actually contributing? But I agree with you. I think yesterday it was probably his better game. Um, he's link up play, and but we still got to remember he, he was he came in. He's not he's not played many minutes. He's still getting back to full fitness, and not you know, and um, I think we're just giving the minutes, and he'll, he'll get better and better, and. But yeah, I think he had a good game. There was a couple of people I spoke to who said that they didn't think so. But you know, it's, it's football, and people can think that. And but I thought it was, you know, I didn't, didn't think he was amazing. But I thought, yeah, like he's definitely had improvements from the first mm. couple of games I've seen for yeah. sure. A couple, couple of little spells from Aaron Ozturmer as well. Yeah. I liked him turning up in between the lines. Yep. And he kept it moving a couple of times, didn't he? Yeah, he mm. looked all right as well. Yeah, I mean, well, for, for me, uh, and that first half against Forest at home, it was the. What most dominating performance I can remember at home, like absolutely battered him, and he was instrumental in everything that we done that night. Um, and he was blowing at half time because it was his first game, wasn't it? But that's what Erhan can do, and I think the the difference we've got now with you know Erhan could play there, and you've got Johnny that can play there, and McGeady. We've they're not the same player; they're all different sort of caliber of players, and I think that's really important. Where Erhan can come in, you know, go into the little holes and like you say, pick up the pick up the little balls and try and be cute with it, and. I think for teams it ain't going to work. Maybe like the Millwalls of this world, he, he ain't going to be able to do that. But teams that like to play and where he's going to get space, he can hurt you. And I, I really like him. Mm, yeah, and you mentioned Aidan Begidi there. Of course, mm. made his uh, made his debut off the bench, sort of midway through the second half. Mm. Um, again, had a couple of spells. I think that pretty much the first time he picked the ball up, he got into a dangerous position and whipped across over or floated across really over towards the far post. It sort of drifted wide in the end. But there was a couple of times. I mean, obviously with his his first game for us, it's going to take a while. But mm. you saw a couple of flashes of what he could be about. Yeah, of course. And you've got to remember he's. Um, He's played the Champions League. He's played at Spartak Moscow. He's not, a, you know, he's a good player. He's got a good pedigree. I know he's a bit one of the senior players, if you can call it that. But he's got a good pedigree. And again, he wasn't be, he wasn't playing very much at Sunderland. But we all know how good players. I remember the Sunderland game here last year. He was unbelievable, and I was scared every time we got the ball. So I mean, once he's fully fit, and and he was ill, and he's been ill recently. I'm not making an excuse for people. I'm just thinking we just need to accept that not everyone's going to come in and. You know, do a Conor Gallagher and just hit the ground running. You know, people take time to to bed into tactics and everything. Not everyone plays the same way, but yeah, you know, if we can stay fit, it just gives that competition for places. And like Bo said, it pushes other players. It pushes the likes of, you know, Aussie or even Johnny now. Like he didn't play. Yeah, he may have been rested, but Johnny will be in training now. Like, yeah, no, I want to play this week. Like, if I'm fit, you know, I'll, you've got to pick me, and that's what mm. you want, and that's what Bowie wants, and I think that's what healthy for everyone. Yeah. So you mentioned it at the top. I mean, Bowie was asked after the game. Is uh, I mean, it's quite a long interview, so it's not in the clip we're going to play. But you know, did Sheffield uh, Nottingham Forest made a few changes from the from the team that beat? 
that, that beat Leeds, including the likes of Lewis Graben not playing and, and Ami Obi. Um, I mean, was that disrespectful? Because, I mean, I mean, they made five changes, we made four. So at the time, I didn't really think too much of it. I did think it was a bit odd that the top scorer didn't seem to be about. But at the same time, you think, well, you know, clubs make changes for yeah. midweek games because this is the championship. It's relentless. You've got to keep it fresh. Yeah, I mean, like Bo said, you know, I don't. no one should dictate to who, who picks whose team or whatever. But I think ours were sort of semi semi-forced. I suppose, and I think, in my opinion, I think Forest saw the you know had a bit up they had a, they played well against Leeds, you know not not many teams deserved to beat Leeds and they did and they had a, they put a shift in. They had a game against us and they had another massive game at West Brom on on Sat on Saturday coming up. So I do think they did rest players thinking that they reckon their second string in inverted commas would be enough to beat us. In my opinion, and I think it backfired, and I think Lamucci come out and said that he made it, he done it wrong a little bit. Um, Grabben maybe, but I think if that, Sammy Amiobi was the shock for me that they didn't start him. I don't know if he had a knock, but um, especially the way they play with with Sammy and Lolly on either side, I think that would have been quite dangerous. But listen, I mean, it's, it's done there, and they obviously they have to lick their wounds and go and get themselves. But for me, I did think it was the case that they fought. You know, they're down, they ain't won away in August. We've got a good squad. They're struggling a little bit. I think we've got enough to beat them with, with our second string. Do you know what I mean? But um, Came back to bite them on well, the backside. Of course it did. Certainly did. Right, let's have a listen to what Lee Bayer said then uh, after the game. I caught up with the Addicts boss uh, pitch side at the City Grounds. He said he was delighted with the reaction uh, from his side uh, after the weekend's defeat at Stoke. Yeah, I think um, Saturday after the game, I, I said that won't happen again. Uh, I know the group that I have and, and and that wasn't like us the weekend but tonight was like the, the way we can play um, from start to finish I thought, I thought we was better than them they, they created the odd chance here and there but they're, they're a good side you know not many teams have taken four points from, from Forest this season especially to come here and, and to get three and for me it should have been more the only criticism I have is that we, we should have won by more the first uh, clean sheet and the first win on the road, of course, since the end of August. And, you know, your home form's all right, but picking up points away from home as well will, will give you a good chance of staying up in this division. Yeah, yeah, it sounds worse than what it what it is, you know. Obviously, from August, we, when we came back and we had... We picked up all them injuries. That's that's the reason why. Uh, we've been in every game away from home, apart from the weekend just gone. So, um most important thing is that we're three points closer to, to the target that, that we need. Uh, it, it, people writ us off and, and said that we're going to go down and I said I, I believe in this group of players and, and they keep fighting they will I know that and, and, and I'll keep pushing them and, and with our fans behind us we've got a good group here you have to talk about the quality of the guy I mean you fancy Lyle Taylor to score from anywhere but that assist from Naby Sal was something special yeah but that's something that we've been we worked on yesterday you know like we, we had to walk for it because obviously they're still recovering from the weekend so uh but it was like we had to be brave and we had to be brave on the press and, and if Naby wasn't brave there on the press then, then we don't score the goal because he, he was really high he was right in front of myself and then uh, and some ball that's what he has though he has that left foot he's, he's got a beautiful left foot and then if you give Lyle Taylor a chance he scores that, that's what he does so um, yeah I'm pleased for Naby and, and obviously pleased for Lyle because um it just showed that, that what we've, we, we, I was trying to drum into them, it, it pays off. And uh, yeah, most important things, we've got three points and, and 
we move on. It opens up a, ni- a nice gap again now to, to six points down to, to Wigan inside the relegation zone. But I guess the way the championship is, you, that gap's going to get bigger shorter the, as, as the season goes on. Yeah, how many games left? 14, 15? Like yeah, 14, 15. There's going to be a lot of twists and turns. <laughs> There's teams that are above us that are going to get sucked into it as well. I honestly believe that. So uh, yeah, it's a long way to go. Most important thing is that we've got three points. Great team performance. Everybody worked so hard. Um, and then we move on to Saturday. I hear it's going to be a sellout on Saturday, so I'm looking forward to that. And we have to maintain that standard, you know, that work rate, that, that work ethic. And, and that's why we had such a good start, because we was playing like that. But it's been difficult. We've had difficult times, and um, it's great to see. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cullen trying to take his man on. Chip ball back across, Bowers there, pierces there, Bowers with a header, and it's Joe! Yes! 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 Oh, he's got Oh, Patrick Barr! You absolute German beauty! Woo! Dream lads! Charlotte have scored! With seconds remaining! We've done it all! Gets in! Come on! What a time to be here! Wembley! Oh, my word. So welcome back. This is the big match preview there. We just heard from Lee Bayer after that spectacular win uh, up at Nottingham Forest. Spectacular. No, that's not a word, is it? It's like a spatula. Uh, Up at Nottingham Forest the other day. Uh, Clearly delighted. I mean, he's needed, he needed a reaction from that performance. Uh, at, at the Bet365 Stadium the other day, Nathan. Yeah. Uh, and perhaps a return to what we were used to seeing on the road a bit earlier on in the season. And you know, the sort of defensive displays, you know, we, we we have been able to put in, maybe let in a couple of goals, if we're being honest, at Fulham and West Brom. But, you know, we, we go there, it'd be hard to, to break down and, and look dangerous on the counter-attack. And that's what we were. Yeah, and I think... I think I, the way I'd call it is like... Um, it's like composed. We didn't seem nervy... You know, we seemed fairly in control of the game. And that's, for me, was something that we lacked when we always used to go 1-0 up. It's like we never seemed in control of the game. Um, but yeah, I mean, like you're saying, it's, you can see the difference when Josh Cullen plays. And Bo's, Bo's alluded to that many times when he was injured. But so, no, it's not just Josh, I know that. But it's so so different when he plays. It just brings that stability and that composure on the ball. and. Yeah, there was some, you know, there were elements of it that you do think back to the beginning of the season where we were, you know, quite structured and really hard to break down. And, and like I said, I mean, if we can do that against a, fo- a good Forest side at home, yeah, they didn't have Graben, they didn't have Amiobi, but they're still a good side. It's not like they got a League One, League Two team there, you know. 
Um, so if we can do that there, we just need to keep the consistency and momentum up and we should be fine. But like Bo said, there's probably going to be many twists and turns. There'll be games that we lose that we should have won and vice versa. But yeah. Well, so on Sunday show, we're saying now it's a two-horse race between us and Wigan now for the final relegation spot. And have you got Huddersfield and Stoke back below us? Yeah. It's crazy. How well, and Luton, Luton, both get beat at home in midweek. And Luton won yesterday. Yeah, Luton, Wednesday. Luton win. You know, yeah. like, it's, it's, you can't... You can't I know it's 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 hard not to try and oh how many points we're going to get because I've done it. It's hard not to do that. Saying so, you know I think we'll get you know six points out of the next four games or whatever. But no one will ever get it right because it would just be well if you do you didn't put five on it you'd be a millionaire. But <laughs> um, but yeah it's going to be so difficult. But we just need to focus on the next game. We focus on Blackburn, good side in a bit of form. So. Yeah, we just need to carry it on. Yeah, well, let's have a look at what some of the people said uh, after that win up at the City Ground on Tuesday. Ev says, bets are back on what I was saying. Uh, what was I saying? We're not going to do it. Three wins on the bounce now and believe. It's a great performance from everyone, especially uh, from Nabby. David Watson says, how many was our so-called fraud in goals supposed to concede tonight? Yeah, I think that's going to be a conversation topic at some point. Uh, Craig says, uh, follow up from Sunday's rant this time. What didn't Boyer get right? Uh, I, lamba- I lambasted the Perrington sub and was made to eat humble pie. Saar, just wow. Pierce was also solid. Uh, but we need to talk about Phillips. Desperately needing dropping. Lol. Uh, yeah, you'll remember there was a correspondent who got involved on uh, Sunday's show. Uh, he's not a fan of Phillips, but uh, most of us in the studio can't can't really understand that. Um, Paul, Paul Harrison's asking how big are Naby's uh, pockets after we saw that photograph of him uh, on his phone he did the, the selfie video mm. after the game because he had, not only did he have to take his phone out of one pocket he had the whole forest forward line in the other <laughs> uh, yeah uh, London in the is looking ahead to Saturday so we'll save that but um, uh, Tony says it was a brilliant performance strong going forward defended very well Taylor worked his socks off uh, added Hemid uh, Phillips was immense super Naby Saar was extremely uh, also extremely impressed by Davis and uh, think that McGeady can do a good job for us uh, when he's match fit uh, too. Um, 100% Charlton said, he, uh, Nathan, are you sure you're on the right show? I've heard you change teams. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, did he tweet me earlier? Yeah. I think I responded to him. Yeah, no, um, yeah, I was, I, I did go up to Bramall Lane. Um, the other day, but you're back in, you're back where you back, think you want to back, go. Back, yeah. Yeah, back here with the, with the boys, with the Louis Mendes. Yeah. But, uh, you yeah, know, it was a good time. Yeah. Good time. Hendrick says it's another great show. Uh, first of all, what a result it was on Tuesday. I said I'd deactivate if we win. Uh, we do have some gullible fans. <laughs> uh, I, I like to wind them up. Phillips, Saar, and Taylor were the standout three for me. Absolutely brilliant. Well, that's interesting because Hendrick was the one uh, who was saying he didn't rate uh, Phillips over the weekend, so clearly uh, changed his tune. But he says uh, our support needs to be ambitious, though. I think uh, within our current squad, only Field, Cullen, Lockyer, Williams if fit and Taylor when happy and maybe the young lads are worth keeping the rest ain't good enough for top championship Premier League football uh, I'm afraid so I think uh, Hendrick wants to see a clear out uh, in the summer Timsey says it was a proper away performance I was worried when the lineup came out but was very happy uh, to eat my words we seem to play our best versus Forest. Uh, really hope we can keep Lyle Taylor he can become a club legend if he does I thought Hemed battled very well uh, and was very unlucky not to get a free a few free kicks uh, for us as well uh, Will Bolland as always says keep the faith uh, yeah I mean when that lineup came out there was, there was a bit of you know Williams was returned that rested immediately we were told he was he was um injured but then taken back to rested actually which Bo confirmed after the game uh sam fields picked up something that's gonna have to be checked we know now that andre green's gone for a scan uh prattley was out with a with a, a bad back as well which uh 
uh, Lee Bayer pointed out was because he's getting on a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, we saw the lineup and, and a couple of knocks coming in. You, the, you can understand why people would be worried you're losing a few of the players, but we're just in a slightly different situation now where, mm. you know, injuries come in and you don't have to chuck in a 17-year-old. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you if that happened and we have had to play Albi at DM or, you know, or central midfield or some, something like that in a game like that, yeah, I probably would have been a bit worried. But when I saw the team... I was, I was to be honest, I was fairly okay. I thought Ozzy was in there. I think he had a good game against them. Um, the only thing that I, I, I did envisage is that we wasn't really going to get, excuse me, many goals because you know Hemed's still trying to work work his way up to speed. Um, and it and it turned out that he had a good game in my opinion. So yeah, I think all in all, it, at the beginning you can see that yeah, it's not our strongest, but like well, like Bo said why take Johnny and when we've got McGeady and we can give him some minutes like there's no point he's in a position now where we can change it up a bit or manage players because we've got to remember yeah people were are now training full time but you can't just chuck it I mean Lyle's had to do a lot more minutes than he probably would have wanted to but that's because we've not had any strikers you know McCauley's working his way back now um, so he's just got to manage the minutes and not everyone as soon as you come from an injury you don't just sort of get back out on the grass and then you're just banging goals in left, right and centre it takes a while to get back into the swing of it but um, yeah I can see why people are worried but um, I mean it's nice to have that now and you're not having to rely on you know as well as Josh did like Josh Davis and you haven't got to shove him in the deep end mm. Right Phil uh, says hi it was a fantastic result at Forest uh, I was scathing about the performance up at Stoke my first away game in 13 years looked like I picked <laughs> the wrong game uh, happy to eat humble pie can now look forward to a sellout uh, at the Valley on Saturday come on uh, you Reds uh Right, uh, Mad Dog, one of, one of the Mad Dog clan has got in, <laughs> got in touch. He says, what a bloody fantastic win that was. Lady Luck and the Mad Dog spirit, uh, but more importantly, a goal of very high class and skill. Bring on Saturday, going down the valley with the whole Mad Dog family. My wife, who's currently carrying the next Mad Dog due in April. Well, good stuff. <laughs> uh, my brother, whose birthday will be his fiance, sister, her boyfriend, mum, dad. Uh, that's from a Mad Dog Mick. Uh, aunt and uncle so there you go a load of mad dogs down the valley yeah, yeah. They? Uh, they, they, they must, mad dog Alan must be related to him somehow do you reckon yeah must mad be. dog, mad dog down. Uh, we've, got a, we've got a good email from Jorgen which I'm going to say for after we hear from, from Nabby but uh, Doogie said a great win at Forest it was the polar opposite of the performance at Stoke tactically we were spot on uh, get the win Saturday and we could be nine points clear that could be massive come on you Reds yeah I'm, I, I would love to see an even bigger gap uh, opening uh, why do you think the performance was so different Saturday because I mean it is that's championship football for you yeah. we're, we're clearly an established championship team now because we can go from being dreadful one game to incredible three days later yeah it is, it is the championship I think um, in my opinion Stoke have a very very good side um, I still don't, still can't believe they are where they are even when you know we played them I still thought they were and we beat them at home I still thought they were going to climb the table I still thought they'd get promoted and it just hasn't happened for them but it's the championship everyone can beat anyone and I think that's what makes the championship so so appealing to obviously non-premium league fans is um, <laughs> it's just that and un- un- you know the um, what's the word I'm looking for unpredictability of it maybe um, but yeah so again this is what I mean this is what I said earlier we need to try and you know beat the forest but we need to try and keep them in and beat the Blackburn at homes and not just turn up for the big games because we we do tend to do that sometimes just yeah. turn up for the big ones right Adam Biggs emails in as well uh, good evening to you Adam says we need some wins now uh, at home as well to get some more points on the table uh, for Lee Bayer uh, hopefully we'll do that this Saturday that's from uh, Adam from his mum and dad and from all the Charlton Upbeats cheers for that uh, Adam uh, and from Alex as well uh, right uh, we've got to hear from the main man haven't we Big Nabs, uh, Navi Sar came to speak to us 
after the game up at, up at Forest. Uh, his assist was just superb, and he was pleased that he could make a contribution uh, to the team winning with that assist for Lyle Taylor's goal. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm, I'm happy. Um, I just wanted to, to put it in a, in a good area, in the, and Lyle was there. So, so yeah, today I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy I helped the team. Yeah. I mean, the goal will take the the credit and, and will take all the headlines tomorrow, the, the build-up and the strike from Lyle. But uh, the overall performance from, uh, from yourself and the team to uh, to keep out a side that was aiming for the top two, a superb performance. Yeah, I think that was a great team performance. I think uh, everyone dug deep to, to keep that, that clean sheet. Uh, everyone was putting their, their body on the line uh, and uh, we tried to play as well when it was on. So I think, yeah... Overall, that's a, that's a great team performance. Uh, time and time again, uh, some fans question uh, how we're going to perform, especially after a disappointing performance <coughs> or even a disappointing half. Yeah. But time and time again, the, the, the team come back and prove everybody wrong and put in a, put in a shift like we did tonight. Yeah, like uh, I think uh, everyone knows what we're capable of. Uh, obviously, we, we have some, some bodies back now, so I think we, we're stronger. And uh, yeah, the, this league is, is very difficult, so, so it's not going to be easy every weekend. But I think uh, with the team we have and the quality we have, uh, we, we, we don't have to be afraid of, of any team. I think like, like they're the top, top six in the league and, and I think we've we done well against them. So, so we should be confident of what we, we can do and, and just keep going. Up against a really dangerous uh, attacking player and Joe Lolly, for the most part down that left-hand side, and uh, both you and Alfie Doty in the first half, and then Ben Perrington when he came on dealt with him comfortably. Yeah, that's the kind of play you, you have in this league. Like they're they're really good, really sharp. So you have to be focused uh, 95 minutes because if you just switch off one one minute, he can put in a great ball or just finish him finish it himself. So so I think yeah, we done we done well this this player. Great, uh, great contribution for the goal, obviously. <coughs> uh, almost a contribution at the other end uh, a couple of minutes later and Dylan had to pull off a bit of a smart one. Uh, but if you hadn't got your foot to that, that might have gone uh, in the top corner. Yeah, I, I've tried to, to clear it like, like I could, but uh, I, was, I, was, I was lucky today. It doesn't win because it could have been in. So, yeah, today, today everything was in, on my favour, so yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a team game and... Uh, <coughs> Is it, uh, is it true, like in the dressing room, a lot of people, I said before, questioning, the only people not surprised by a result like this, the team in that dressing room? Yeah, like, like I said earlier, like, we, we all know what, what we're capable of and the quality we have, because we see it every, every week in, in training, like how we train and, and uh, if you put the, the attitude and the, and the togetherness, I think, I think we can be anyone in this league. Like, we just have to be confident. And with players coming back now, we've got uh, a fourteen-game running <coughs> to make sure we uh, we don't slip any further down the league. Players confident in there? Yeah, exactly. Like with win, like like tonight. Uh, of course, the the confidence is is building, and and we have to to to, to build on, on on this one to to, to go forward. A great result tonight and a great performance from yourself. Maybe well done. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you what do you think the, the difference was between <coughs> Saturday and today? Because Saturday was quite disappointing, but the players managed to find something different in, them, in themselves for, for this evening. Well, uh, I think I think tonight maybe we were more more front foot, like maybe maybe and uh, and maybe Saturday we're just sitting and inviting the pressure. So I think tonight everyone was front foot and we were getting the, the ball back in great areas so I think maybe that, that was the difference today obviously it opens the gap up to the bottom three now up to <coughs> six I mean do you, as players do you keep an eye on that gap because obviously when it, when it gets down to four the fans suddenly are a bit, bit more nervous yeah of course you keep, a, you keep an eye on the, on the table but the, the main thing is we, we want to play to, to, win, to win every game 
because that's the most most important. If you win, if you if you play to to win the games, of course you're gonna grab points and and climb the table. So yeah, we play to to win every game, of course. Swing this ball in again, looking towards the far post. So the header, so come on, Matty Shaw at the back post. Uh, Chowan have their second, just a little thin corner to the back post. Bruce totally misjudged it, and Nabi Shaw had an open goal. There we go. Welcome back to Charlton Live, the big match preview. That was Nabi Sar uh, after his superb performance up at Forest the other day. Um, yeah, interesting. Obviously, his contract's up at the end of the season. Uh, what would, would you think could happen there? Because <laughs> um, he's on. I mean, if we want, he's on a lot of money yeah. comparatively because of when we signed him. I think um, it's going to be quite uh, quite tricky. I think because obviously, I don't know how much. Of it. Nabby's on. I don't know Matt's model, what he's plan, planning on doing, but uh, I can imagine he'll probably be earning a decent wedge. And if he's outside of the model, whatever that may be, it'll either be you can you'll have to come down towards my model, or you won't. And and I mean that will come down to Nabby and his agents. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I think if 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 Nabby was willing to, you know, reduce his salary, if that's the issue, which I'm. Um, I think Bowyer would probably want to keep him, but I just think it's down. To, I think it'd be down to Nabby and with his career. Hopefully, you know, I, I don't want him to go. I think he's loved the guy, um, and I think a lot of people would wouldn't want to see him go, just like Bauer. But it's football, and if it's the model that we've got to have, then you know, and so be it. But I just think that let Nabby concentrate on his football, which I'm sure he is, and he can worry about that in the summer. And um, but yeah, hopefully he doesn't. And if it is about salary, then like you can't. The thing is, is with it's like the Lyle thing. You can't say, "Oh no, you can't." You know, whatever Matt's offered Lyle, you don't want to break in the bank because of the other players and that. You can't say that. And but then for Nabby, go, yeah, all right, yeah, you can give him as much as you want or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully he does stay somehow. Um, but I mean, obviously that without knowing the details, it's difficult to sort of definitely say what the do you know what I mean mm. but I think everyone would want him to stay surely yeah I guess so I think he's he might have a couple maybe a but fans over. But say, oh yeah I, I don't know he has his off days doesn't he and yeah. I guess that we'll, we'll see as uh, as it goes on uh, right um before we start to properly look ahead to uh, the game with Blackburn Football for a Fiver game here on Saturday, we've got this great email from Jorgen uh, out in Norway who sent a, sent an email. He says, great show, guys. Always a pleasure to listen to you from Stavanger in Norway. Cheers, uh, Jorgen. Great, great to have you. <laughs> I thought he was going to say sunny Norway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that would be a bit, a bit far-fetched. <laughs> Not that I've ever been. It might be. Uh, for some time, uh, even before the three pointers against Barnsley and Forest, you've said that three or four wins will be sufficient to beat the drop. I always thought that this was a bit optimistic. So just for fun, I've had a look at the last 10 seasons in the championship to see uh, where uh, what we can realistically expect uh, from the last 16 games. 
if previous seasons are anything to go by. Zen said, see the full data set in the attached file. I did have a look at this earlier. He sent an Excel spreadsheet, so he's a man after my heart. Love that. I, I'm a big Excel uh, expert, if you will. Uh, but anyway, here, here is a summary of Jorgen's point, uh, points he's going to make. So over the last 10 seasons, no team has been relegated after amassing 36 points after 32 games, which was what Charlton have been on after 32 games this season, which is good news. Uh, the 30 teams relegated in the last 10 years have all been in the bottom five after 32 games. Charlton are currently sixth from bottom. There we go. We're going to break a lot of records if we go down there. <laughs> uh, the three teams at the bottom of the table after 32 games ended up relegated by the end of the season in six of the last 10 seasons. So thus, the idea some have, me included, predicting a whole city collapse that the teams above Charlton might be dragged into a su- survival fight is rather unrealistic. Middlesbrough on 37, QPR on 39, Reading on 39 and Hull on 40 should feel more or less secure based on the last 10 seasons. 47 points, which is Lee Bayer's target, has not been a sufficient total to avoid relegation in only three of the last 10 seasons. Uh, in the three seasons where more than 47 points were required to stay up, uh, the team in 22nd after 32 games had 34, 35 and 30. Uh, Wigan are currently in 22nd on 30, so the lowest amount of those points. No team has avoided the drop uh, with 25 points after 32 games. Uh, that's what Barnsley have currently. Uh, only one team has survived with 27 or less after 32 games, which is what Luton have currently. That was Rotherham in 15-16. Rotherham then took 23 points points from their last 16 games of the season uh, when only a meagre 41 points would have been enough to stay up. The average point haul uh, for the 30 team re- regulated in over the last 16 seasons uh, is 12 uh, or, uh, or 17, uh, I-, I assume, of the, of the last few games. Uh, the average points won from the last 16 games for the team in 22nd place uh, after 32 is 15. Uh, thus, uh, we can predict uh, Wigan to reach 45 points this season. Uh, Wigan will have to put a real shift in, though, to reach 47. Only 10 of the 30 teams relegated over the last season have had 30 points or more uh, after 32 games. That's Wigan's current total. Um, the season of horror relegation-wise is 2012-13 when Peterborough went down with 54 points. Uh, they had 33 after 32 games. Wolves went down that season too with 35 points uh, after 32 games. That season is rather exceptional though in this respect. To sum up, I'd say that four more wins from now are likely to keep Charlton up. If the team keeps playing like they did against Forest, then it should be a walk in the park. Keep up, uh, keep it up guys. That's from Jorgen. That was brilliant, Jorgen. Uh, he's really delved into the stats there. And well, that makes me feel a lot more comfortable now about where we are. Um, for, I mean, I look through his, through his spreadsheet. I think 45 would be enough. What did he say in, in in seven of the seasons? I think so. I think that would be enough. But I mean, to be safe, forty-seven, which is what Bayer is aiming for now. I mean, I'm certainly feeling a lot more comfortable than I was a week ago. Yeah, of course. I think if you, also if you look at the games that we've got, we've got a lot of teams around us. You know, you've got the Huddersfields there. You've got the Luton and um, Wigan home games. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's looking promising. Uh, and obviously, I mean, it's great work. Obviously, Jurgen done it's like, brilliant. But um, I mean, for me, I'm not trying to put a negative spin on it. Yeah, I am a lot more confident than I was on Saturday night. Of course, I was. But I just think comparing it t- too far back, I just think the league's changed. I think there's a lot more, uh, a lot more Premier League player influence in this league than there probably was than ten years ago. Um, I think it's a completely different league now. But I agree with Jurgen. I think, um, I think, f- yeah, four wins should be okay. Um, it's still going to be topsy turvy. I'm not going to be, you know, comfortable until it happens. Like and probably a lot of people. But the, the saving grace for me is the. I, I said this month, you know, we've got we've got um, obviously Huddersfield coming up. Uh, we've got Wigan to play at home at the end. We've got Luton to play at home soon. We've got you know Borough, uh, Birmingham. 
so yeah, I, I think we're we're playing teams around us, and I think that's probably what will probably get us through it. Mm. And I mean, we I think what was that tweet that come out of bet three? Was it Sky Bet or something about the top six that were all top five that we're unbeaten against them or something? Yeah, something we crazy. have a very good oh, record insane, against the uh, yeah West Brom, Leeds, Fulham, Brentford, uh, <laughs> and Nottingham Forest are the top five, and we remain unbeaten uh, against all of them. Right, just before we start to look ahead then to Blackburn, just a reminder uh, here at the Valley next Thursday evening on Friday on uh, Thursday the twentieth of February, uh, seven p.m. Although doors open at six, there is a quiz being run by the uh, Charlton Athletic Community uh, Trust up in. In the fans bar or crossbars uh, here it's uh, £10 per person to enter or £90 for a team of 10 uh, you can book it through the Community Trust website uh, all funds raised will support the trust work in the heart of the community so get involved in that um, only £10 per person £90 for a team of 10 a, a general knowledge quiz here at the Valley um, to help support some uh, excellent uh, local work uh, yeah. in the local community right um, Blackburn coming up to the Valley obviously because there's been a round of midweek games where I haven't been able to to get hold of a, a Blackburn journalist I didn't even try to be honest too busy <laughs> uh, but um, so we'll have a look at them ourselves clearly a team is on a decent run there's, there's six points outside the playoffs um, only one defeat in the last five in the championship um, I mean that's, that's a tough nut to crack we beat them on the opening day of the season as with every team in the championship though, Nave. I mean, they've, they've got some decent decent players you've got to keep an eye on yeah, no, they have. I mean, well, they beat Sheffield Wednesday 5 0, didn't they? Uh, yeah, Sheffield Wednesday they, are rubbish nowadays. They had, I know they went down to 10 men, but, you know, you've got players like like Lewis Holtby. Not long ago, he was playing in the Premier League for Spurs. Yeah. You know, they've got some good, good players. You've got Sam Gallagher, you've got Graham there. They've Darwin's got experience. Still, there. still look good when we played them on the opening day. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what I mean. I'm just looking through their team now. It's like Downing, you know, uh, Barry Bannon, Joe Rothwell. Um, yeah, you've, they've got a wealth of good, good quality players, and Bradley Dax injured for the season, so they, they surprised me how well they're doing without him. But it's not going to be an easy game. But like we've said, I mean, for big games, you know, we always seem to turn up, and I just really think we need to keep the momentum. They're in a good run of form. I think they beat Holt with a three 0 on Tuesday, wasn't it, or Wednesday? Yeah. So yeah, so Tony Mowbray's got a decent squad because I mean Mowbray said to Bowie at the beginning of the season, just to get through it, you need a big squad, didn't he? Mm. And he, you know, Mowbray's had that, and look where they are. Um, but Lewis Holtby for me is why, why he's too good for this division. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's going to be tricky, but we're on a bit of a bounce if you exclude the Stoke one. But yeah, it's going to be tricky, but yeah. it's doable. Of course yeah. it is. I mean, only one win in the last four Championship away games, uh, yeah. and, and they got beat at Birmingham in the FA Cup in that time on the road as well. So only one win in the last five uh, away from home. That was that 5 0 win at Sheffield Wednesday. A uh, mm. 1 0 draw last time out on the road at. Middlesbrough so you know they 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 could be something there for us mm. um and and we're going to be backed of course by a, a massive crowd here uh, at the Valley Football for a five of the game has sold out as I mentioned earlier you need to make sure uh, that you get here early now Bowyer was asked to look ahead to this game uh, in his press day uh, earlier on today and he's uh, started uh, by asking if there's any hope for any players uh, who were missing out on uh, on Tuesday uh, to come back in time for the game against Blackburn Rovers. No, nothing's really changing on the, on the injury front. With to be fair, most of them are back now. Um, there's not many that are out. So yeah, the most important thing is that we just try and, and balance their minutes. That's the difficult thing at the moment. Is the ones that are playing that, we, that have been out for a long time. We have to try and look after them the best we can, but. I think you see on, on Tuesday, Lyle was was getting back to to where he was before the injury. So um, Lyle was one of them robust people that 
that need to play really to get him to where he needs to be because if you be too soft with him and, and just keep playing him 60, 60, 30 he's never going to get to where we want him to be so uh, Lowell knows that I spoke to him on Monday and um, Sunday and Monday and uh, he wanted to play and then, then I have to judge him while the game's going on and on Tuesday he, he was still running around closing people down in the 89th minute so I know Lowell's in getting in a, a better place You've gone from one extreme to the other. Um, you think back earlier in the season, you were scratching around trying to put 11 players out there, let alone substitutes. Now you've got a bit of wealth of riches, is that right? Well, yeah, we've, we've got, we've got uh, numbers that we, we can rest. Um, left Johnny behind um, on Tuesday. Left Andre behind. So... Yeah, there's, we've got a bit of luxury at the moment. I'm not used to it, but it's, it's nice to have because now you know that them players, there's a chance they'll come back in and um, be fresh and ready for, for the game on Saturday. Just quickly, what's it going to be like to see the Valley fall on, on Saturday? Yeah, it's going to be great. Last time was, was the playoffs, so uh, I'm looking forward to it and I'm... I'm just so pleased and the place is going to be banned because it always is even even when it ain't full so yeah seeing, seeing that place full again is again for me it just shows how, how far the, the, the club's come since I've been in charge would you have said that we'd have been playing in a, in a championship game and, and the Valley being full none of us would have dreamed that but um, it just shows that the club's moving forward and uh, that can only be positive for us because Every player wants to play in front of for last, everyone. And um, especially in front of Aircraft, who don't stop singing from, from start to finish. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, and, and the players are as well. There we go, Lee Bay. You're looking forward to seeing the place absolutely bouncing on uh, on Saturday. Sellout crowd. I mean, having the place packed out like that, um, <laughs> in fairness, against Doncaster in the in the playoffs, yeah. it probably might have made us a bit nervous. But you, you'd assume it could it could help. I mean, Benji Nurik did that interesting piece, and it might it might be a coincidence, but there might be something behind it about how the games we've won this season have always been with eighteen thousand plus crowds, you know, on average, mm. and we tend to lose the games with the lower crowds. It's it's, it's a it's a weird, some some might say it's too much of a coincidence for it, for it to be a coincidence that we always seem to do better in a slight in front of a slightly higher crowd this season. Yeah, I mean it's difficult. I mean from, I mean obviously I didn't play at a professional level, but even at I'm when, glad you clarified that. Yeah, but even like you know when when you, when you get an egg on from the sidelines and you know there's a good atmosphere it does give you another 5% or so and it's like if you think we was talking about Naby off air about you know how much he loves the fans chanting his name and you can tell how happy he is and he's in, his performance is improving and you know he loves it but I think if you're a player and you're going into a big game and like that Doncaster game I mean that sound when Billick scored it was absolutely incredible and I think there is an element to it that I think it does pick players up that you're playing and you know you feel pumped, you want to impress, you want to, you know, hear the crowd roar. Um, whether or not it transpires to, you know, forming results, I'm not sure because it's hard to sort of say. But I think yeah, players love. I mean, if players don't like playing in front of crowds like that, they're in the wrong game. They've got to play badminton or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> but no offense to badminton players out there. Okay. But plenty of them listen. <laughs> Yeah. But you know, I, I think it is. It's a good thing, and I, I love it when the, there's nothing worse than coming on that Tuesday night against Huddersfield when it was just dead. And it was just 
no one wanted to be there it seemed and it was just horrible but I think now it's bouncing let's get you know let's get all the songs going you know twist and shout and all that let's mm. get, let's go for it and I think everyone will love it and enjoy yeah. I mean we have to see it as a chance to extend our cushion above the relegation yeah. zone further I mean, I'm looking at the fixtures Huddersfield away at Derby Wigan away at Cardiff mm. Barnsley away at Fulham yeah. Luton away at Middlesbrough I mean they've all got tough games I mean, I'm not saying we've got an easy game by any stretch but us at home against the Blackburn side that haven't travelled too well recently mm. I mean if we can if we can get that points and let's say let's say we only get one or two more points and you know teams below us pick up something and, and we only extend it to seven or to or to eight I mean it could be nine if, if we win and everything else goes our way I mean that we're starting to get into that territory now with the, with the end of the season getting nearer and nearer where we're starting to Hope we can build an unassailable gap. Mm. I'm going to look really stupid on Saturday five o'clock if it's back down to three points. But yeah. I mean, we, this is a real opportunity now for us. Yeah, of course it is. And I think the most important thing for us is who, if, who scores the first goal. I think if we score the first goal, I, you know, I think we probably will get a result of some sort. I just think if we go one nil down, I think have we really got enough firepower? You know, if if Andre's not fit, you know, Hemed's building his fitness up. Believe it or not, Lyle's probably still not 100. percent He's obviously nearing it, but. You know, have we got enough to get, uh, you know, two every game? I don't know um, at the moment. But I think, yeah, it's it's a chance we need to build on this. And like you say, they've got, we need to take advantage of teams losing the games, uh, you know, the Lutons and the the Wiggins and stuff like that. We need, when they lose, we need to make, get a point. Just make sure we keep, we don't go below that six and we'll be fine. Mm, Yeah, I mean, Mendon Kronastas is asking then on the forum. Uh, after saying it was a big win against Forest, do you think there will be changes uh, to the starting lineup? Will yeah. Lee rotate the squad? Uh, how do, I mean, you assume so. I mean, mm-hmm. so for example, the likes of Johnny Williams, who was who was left at, at home on Tuesday, he could come in. Aaron Ostuma, you never know. He might, he might start because he did play well. But there's an opportunity to change there. Even McGeady could come in and start. That's three options, pretty much in the same position. All of a sudden, uh, Tom Hemed, I thought he played quite well, so I'd be surprised if he comes out. But Macaulay Bond's probably waiting in the wings for 20 minutes yeah. I imagine I mean there's there's definitely scope for Bose to change now yeah I think there's no, there's a lot of flexibility in terms of formation as well I mean you look at if we played a diamond you could bring Johnny in the hole and take Ozzy out or if he wants to go with a three you could maybe give Lyle or Tamar a rest and put Johnny and McGeady either side you know out wide it, these, they've got so many sort of options now and um, do I think there'll be loads of changes <clears throat> I don't think there'll be many maybe two maybe two or three maybe um I think Alfie will probably I don't I can't see it depends if he plays a four or five, that's another thing. I mean, can he drop any of the centre halves? I mean, that's gonna be a difficult one if he goes through a diamond. Um you'd expect Davis to play, Cullen to play, Johnny Williams possibly might come in. Um so yeah, it's it'll be interesting for sure. But mm. um yeah, it's I, I couldn't I I can't pick the team because we've got so many to choose from now, but mm. It'd be interesting if he goes for three up top with McGeady and Williams or if he goes for Diamond or Wingbacks. It's yeah. interesting. Because that's another name we haven't even mentioned yet is the fact that Chucks was on the bench yep. on Chucks and Ike up at Forest. I mean, he's someone I quite like when he's when he's on his game. He's had some stinkers as well this season, but mm-hmm. at the very start of the season, he came on a couple of times, ready in a way in particular where he looked particularly impressive. Yeah, of course. And imagine, you know, you br- imagine if we're chasing the game, you bring Chucks and McCauley on. It's not a bad sub to have, is it? You mm. know? Um so yeah, it's it's what I mean. It's we the the problem is is yeah, Chucks have been banging him in for under twenty threes as we spoke about. I think it was last week, and like Bo said, it's a different kettle of fish down there. So he, with that in mind, he needs to play some minutes. 
Um, but then there are a lot of others that needs needs minutes. Hamed needs minutes. You know, McGeady needs minutes. Chucks needs minutes. There's so many players who need minutes. You can't fit them all on the same pitch. And you don't want to play 11 with everyone still nearing match fitness because mm. you might have a result like Stoke game. Yeah. But yeah, it'd be interesting. But I mean, it's, it's nice to have that, you know, not being able to call the starting 11 before we had sort of like seven senior players to say, well, it's going to be them, <laughs> which, <laughs> which uh, you know, un, under 14, can we look, try draft in to maybe make the match day squad? No, you're not allowed to, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, it'll be nice, but it's nice to have that competition now. And with Luton at home the next week, I mean, do you think that takes a little bit of pressure <laughs> off? I mean, because we've got a great result at Forest and then we know we've got a game that will be high pressure. I mean, this is a game that if we if we take a point and then go on and get a win against Luton I mean that won't be the end of the world if we get if we end up with seven points out of those three games so it, it, mm. it possibly does it take it off or, do, or will, will Lee be thinking about it? if we can get into that game against Luton all guns blazing full of momentum I mean that yeah. that, that, that could really be the spell that, that, that keeps us in this division yeah of course I mean it's, it's difficult because I mean right now I mean you know, if I, I if I think of it on one hand, I think if we you know get a draw, let's say we draw on Saturday and then lose to Luton, I'd be like, well, in hindsight, well, I expected a loss against Forest and then win against Luton, so it doesn't really matter. But the momentum and the positions we put ourselves in, we just need to like Luton. I know we we hopefully we're going to try and win, obviously, but I'd, even if we got a point, there's still a point they ain't gained on us. So that's the way I'd see it. So like out of Blackburn and. Luton, you know, you're, you're hoping for four, um, but I think three isn't, you know, the worst, you know, the worst case. So even if we lost to Blackburn and beat Luton, we just got to make sure the people don't catch us. That's the main thing now. Yeah, me. excellent stuff. Right, we're almost out of time, so we need your prediction for the game against Blackburn Rovers, Nathan. I'm going to go for a boring one-one. Boring one-one. Yeah, uh, ruined the show. Second week in a row. You. Did what did that, I say last week? Nil, nil. Stoke. You said we were going to. It's going to be nil-nil. I wish it was nil-nil to be fair, <laughs> Stoke. Uh, but they did change it to a 5 0 win. So. <laughs> who, who done that, Tom? That was you, wasn't it? Well, I didn't change it. Five. Oh, yeah, no, I did it at the end. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. silly me. <laughs> Do you want me to change it again now? Yeah, go on then. 5 0. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> right, we've run out of time uh, on the big match preview this week. Thanks to all of you who've tuned in, uh, celebrating that fine win up at the City Ground against Forest on Tuesday and looking ahead to a big game uh, against Blackburn Rovers. Let's hope we'll be three points. Thanks for coming in, Nave. Good to see you. Cheers, mate. Up at the Swan Saturday if you fancy beer, Lou. Uh, now you're working, I'll but anyone working. else fancy yeah. a beer? Let's right. go up, have some tequila. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you fancy a Beer, stay clear of the swan then. Uh, oh, right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Uh, I've been Louis Mendes. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here on Sunday when we look back uh, at whatever happens uh, against Blackburn Rovers. Hopefully, it'll be three more lovely points for them addicts, boys. We'll see you later. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.